Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you five episodes a week, four of which are solo episodes with Kevin and I, and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer, of The Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we talked about what really motivates you. Today, for episode number 470, we are going to talk to you about what real happiness is. So, fair warning. Fair warning. We're in giggly moods. Look, I have, this is how you know, I have water in a Dunkin' Donuts cup. Exactly. That's that's what it's like. That's how you know we're in a giggly mood. Yes. So we just cracked up because I jeffed the entire intro of the, the last production. episode, the whole production. But I want to provide some context as to why we're doing this episode. So when we first got to the studio, Kevin and I were talking about this. And it's basically understanding that the pursuit of happiness is what we're all sort of after. And David Meltzer has this little twist on it where he says happiness is the pursuit. And no matter how you frame it, one way or another, you can talk about defining success, you can talk about defining fulfillment, you can call it happiness. The point is this, we were never taught how to get and sustain happiness. And in this episode, we really want <clears throat> to help you understand from our point of view what we now believe is the, the key to long-term sustained happiness. I think that, and I just was thinking of this, this is going to be deep, this is going to be hyper-conscious, hopefully, or it's going to go off the rails and I'm going to miss completely with it. But when people say it's the pursuit, like happiness is the pursuit, I think so many people turn off when they hear that because they don't want to catch what they're actually pursuing. Mm -hmm. Or there is nothing that they're actually pursuing. If you think what you're pursuing is happiness... It's actually, that's not true. What you're pursuing is fulfillment. What you're pursuing is contribution. What you're, con what you're pursuing is something greater than yourself. What you're pursuing is feelings. <clears throat> and honestly, you're never going to catch it. Right. That's, th that's the thing. Because it's not a finite... It's not like, a real thing. It's not like you're going to achieve that thing and then stay happy. No. And that's the interesting thing. It's like, you'll never... In a weird way, it took us achieving success to find out that that wasn't what happiness was. Right. And, you know, I don't know who says it, but money won't buy happiness, but everybody wants to find out for themselves. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. It's interesting because if you want to be happy, you have to pursue something you love. And kind of in a weird way, accept the fact that you might not ever get it, but what you will get along the way is considered happiness. Yeah. It's like, a happiness is not a, it's not an end game. It's not a tangible one thing. No, it's, it's so hard it's, to explain, isn't it's it? It's a journey that never right. ends. But it most people are on the wrong journey. They're on the journey expecting that when they, you know, when they retire, they'll be happy. Yeah. Or when they make the six figures and they're able to buy the car, they'll be happy. I bet you you'd be happier if you left your job and found something that you love doing, right. and then were able to consistently put time into that, obviously, circumstances, I know, but... We're way happier than we've ever been, even though we're under way more pressure. There's yep. a lot of stress, yep. but there's so many positives and fulfillment and contribution and all that. Growth. 
it's such a trip, man. This this is one of the most important topics. And there's a lot of ways we can go with this. So I talked about wanting to do the John Lennon thing. I'll take you through that quickly. But happiness is not what you think it is. And it's custom and unique to each individual. But there's a frame that Kevin and I want to give you that I think can help you at least get started. So <clears throat> we've all heard that story about John Lennon. And he was given an assignment by his teacher. I think it was fifth grade or something like that. To it w- The teacher asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, I want to be happy. And the teacher said, you don't understand the assignment. And he said, no, you don't understand life. Now, the reason I tell that story is because he's saying that the point of life is to be happy. But here's the thing. What does that actually mean? Did we ever define it? Did we ever create a process to consistently and sustainably achieve it? And the interesting thing is it's not a a one-time achievable thing. Like, if I want to make a thousand dollars, that's okay, I did that. Whereas if I want to become happy, there is no like line of demarcation of like, yes, I achieved that, right? Mm. And so here's the framework that I typically give. And this is a longer form episode so we can go deep. Joy, happiness, fulfillment. Now I want you to replace the word happiness with pleasure, okay? So in this framework, you have joy, you have pleasure, and you have fulfillment. And I do this in my speeches. I, I did this to Johanna's high school students, freshman English class. And I said, listen, the pursuit of happiness is great. We're all after happiness. But here's how you actually achieve it. This is what I break it down to. And this is just my interpretation of it. Number one, joy. What is joy? Joy is when you are in the process of doing something that you enjoy. The best way I can describe that is that right now I'm here with Kevin in the studio doing what I love to do. I'm enjoying this moment. Okay. Number two, pleasure. Pleasure is an if-then response, and it's biochemistry. So I use an Oreo as an analogy. If you love Oreos, there's Oreos across the room. You've all heard of Kevin and I talk about James Clear's, you know, there's a cue, there's a craving, there's a behavior, and there's a reward. The cue is seeing the Oreos, okay? The craving is your mind thinking about how much you want an Oreo. The behavior is walking up and getting one and eating it. The reward is the dopamine you hit from the sugar high when you eat it and the taste buds and all that. love Oreos. Yeah, delicious. Now, that's pleasure. Here's the thing. I think that a lot of us subconsciously are thinking that happiness equals pleasure. In other words, if you're waking up in the morning chasing pleasure, you're going to do some very unsavory things that are not best for your long term. Okay? So joy, pleasure. Here's the third one, fulfillment. Fulfillment, in my honest opinion, is what we're all actually after. And a lot of times what we're chasing in pleasure is actually taking us farther away from that. And so fulfillment, in my opinion, only comes from two main things. Number one, increasing your own potential. In other words, growing. If you're not growing, you're dying. You're going to feel like hell. Progress equals fulfillment. If it's progress towards something meaningful to you, your own potential, your own dreams, your own goals, your own mission. And then contribution. Why do we grow? We grow because we can give more. We can give back more. So Kevin never read books. Use you as an example a lot. Uh, all Sorry, the time. Brother. Every time. Sorry, brother. Every time. It's important. My it's God. important. I'm going to start using you as, as an example. Well, if you want to. If you find want some to. negative, painful things. Feel free. <laughs> <laughs> so let me reframe it. Kevin started reading books. Yeah, I'm so excited. Better. Yeah. That's better. Um, but three years ago, you had never read books. And it's like, okay, 
when you maximize your own potential and read more books, now you can actually provide more value on this podcast. So you grow reading books and then you contribute more when you grow on the show. That's fulfilling. So if you think about it, it's like, okay, let's all go after happiness. But are we really realizing like, oh, okay, what do I enjoy the most and why? What is pleasurable but also fulfilling? Okay, I like to go to the gym. Not always, not always, but most of the time. So that's not only fulfilling because I'm growing and the more I grow, the more I can contribute in that arena as an inspiration to others. But I also enjoy the actual process. So I'm enjoying the gym. I'm getting pleasure as well. Not always, but a lot of the time. And then let's say I'm with Emilia at the gym. I get pleasure from that for sure. Then on top of that, I'm also growing and contributing. So see, that's a positive habit that actually creates biochemical happiness and long-term fulfillment. But I don't think we were ever actually taught any of what I just described. And I think that that's so, that sucks because that's what all of us are after. I don't think there's many happy people. So who would you learn from? I and, and I know teachers. I love teachers. I love the fact that they are doing so much to inspire, motivate, and shape our youth. But I know a lot of the teachers that I learned from weren't necessarily happy. I know. You're probably not a super happy person if you're partying with high school students on the weekends. Like, I know. I think you probably, you know, you're probably um, lacking significance. If something's not aligned. Right. Right? So I think that's one of the things. And I think, I mean, if you think about it this way, <clears throat> at the end of the day, we're all chasing results, kind of. Different results. Right. Right? Impact for you is a result. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah. What if you just chase the same thing but did it differently? Like an example. If you think if you think having so I want a Mercedes AMG GTR, mm-hmm. right? One of the nicest cars Mercedes makes. That's my dream car. I will have that. Okay. If I want that, I can do two things. I can make that the only reason I'm doing something. Right. Or I can make that a byproduct of the journey. Right. And if I was doing my old job, I would be Jeffed. Because when I got the car, I would realize there's a couple things happen. Now I have to stay at this job to afford, uh, afford this $5,000 a month car payment. Right. Right? So <laughs> right. I think that people, if you're not happy at work, if, if you're not happy in your life currently, you getting something new most likely will not make you happy. No, maybe not sustainably. No, maybe it'll make you more comfortable. Yeah. Maybe it'll make the bills easier to pay. Right. But you'll still be waiting for that next result to make you happy. Again, I don't think we're going to get a plaque that says you guys are the best podcasters in the world. But I do believe that along this journey, we'll be able to change a billion lives. Yeah. That we'll be able to do the stadium tours. Yeah. That we'll be able to make the online educational platform, the books, the audio books, the speeches, the blah, blah, blah. I believe all that. I believe I will get my car in my dream house. Right. Right? But that's not why I'm doing it. Those are just parts of it. Right. Byproducts of... And I think that's... If I never get any of those things, I'm still doing what I love doing. I know. It's a trip. It's the process. You have to enjoy the process more than the perceived results. Yeah. That's what happiness is. Have you ever heard Alan Watts speak? A little bit. He's a little deep. bit. Yeah, he's very deep. So he says this. He says a lot of students come up to me and they ask me, like, what should I do with my life? And he says, forget the money. He says, because if, if money is the most important thing, 
You're going to go about your life doing what you don't like doing to make money to then go and do more of what you don't like doing, which is yeah. stupid. And that's what he says. He literally says, which is stupid. And it's interesting because money will not buy you happiness, but I want to make it extremely clear. It will buy choices. So Emilia and I are looking at potential. We're dreaming. We do now every weekend. We do dream integration. I think it's called real estate. What did she put the calendar event as? Real estate dreaming. Because it's not just our home. It's the first home. We're going to be, you know, Airbnbs all over the world, all that stuff. It's going to be great. And this is her arena that she intends to master. So it's pretty awesome to have someone in your corner who is passionate about that. And I want to buy and sell businesses that are congruent with the mission. Flip them, make them more profitable, make sure they're aligned with the environment and the employees and all that stuff. But the reason why I'm mentioning this is we, I, I say this often. I drove to LA. I told you about this. It has nothing to do. People say it's a trip. It's such a trip because of what Kevin opened this episode with. It's a journey that you never actually get there. But the destination you choose in advance dictates a lot of the journey. Think about this if you're listening because this is so mind-blowing. Kevin, you, what's the name of your car? The dream car? Yeah. Uh, AMG GTR. Okay. The AMG GTR Mercedes, okay, is what Kevin wants to... That's a result that Kevin intends to attain, okay? Mm -hmm. Imagine how much more Kevin's going to have to learn and grow and contribute in order to buy that car than someone who doesn't care to have that dream car. The car itself will not actually make you more fulfilled in my honest opinion i think that there'll be some enjoyment from it and i think you'll while you're driving in it you'll be like i manifested this dream and i think you'll feel good about you i'll be proud you'll be proud that's that's more sustainable than like ooh, i get to i know i'm not gonna be any happier right I genuinely, it's, <laughs> right that's not why i'm doing it I'm, i am doing it because when i was 16 or 17 i had a dream car yeah, I had the the car I'm driving now was my dream car. I know. And when I had enough money, and I sh- it was a dumb financial decision, but when I had enough money, I said I'm going. I'll never forget. I went on a test drive of a used car. The same thing. My mom said, "Why don't you just buy a brand new one?" And I was like, "Wait, I can do that." And I bought a brand new car. Like I bought it was shined up nice, sitting out in front. Literally, everybody was looking at it, and I got in it. I was like, "That's mine. That's my car." Like, it's <laughs> waiting for me. Right. And it was awesome. Hmm. Did I think it would buy me happiness? I don't think so. I just, I like valuable things. That's, that's one of the ways I think. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever been afraid to tell your friends or your family what you really wanted out of life? It's clear that you want to get to the next level. Join our private Facebook group. In that private Facebook group, you're going to get around a growth-minded, like-minded community who all have goals and dreams. That way you won't feel alone. You can be vulnerable. You can be understood. And again, there's nothing more important than getting on a winning team. To join Next Level Nation, just click the link in the show notes. When I mentioned LA, it's it's a trip, and I say this often because I haven't figured out how to explain this well enough, and I always want to get better and better at how to explain this because I think this is this right here is the most misunderstood concept in the world. Yeah, uh, you and I were talking often about how in the past you didn't have a macro, and it's like it kind of made your decisions chase pleasure. And now you have no choice but to grow and contribute. Because your dreams force you to. Whereas if you don't have dreams, you don't have to get better. You, you can just eat Oreos and watch Netflix, right? There's no downside to that. And so that's what we're all about at Next Level U. So when I drove to LA, 
We stopped in Columbus, Ohio, Denver, Colorado. We drove through the Rockies. We stopped in Vegas. We stopped in Kansas. We, we actually took a picture in front of every sign, which was really cool, Ryan and I. And driving from Boston to L.A., it forced me to go and do something. To this day, that was one of the coolest things I've ever done. I never would have done it if I didn't have a dream to work in show business. So the dream created the journey. You're not just going to drive to LA aimlessly for no reason. You're, you don't do anything for no reason, consciously or subconsciously. You just don't. If you're out there right now, why is it that you always get a haircut and shave, or if you're a female, you shave your legs before a big date? Everything you do and don't do is for a reason. And this, this will resonate with girls too. Like, Why do you put on makeup before a first date? Because you care about what this other person thinks. You you want to put a great first impression on so that you might find love. Everything you do and don't do, everything, is for a reason. And if you don't have big reasons, you'll never even embark on the journey. If If I wanted to drive from Boston to Worcester, that's a very different journey than Boston to LA. What is your life journey? Use that as an analogy. Are you going from Boston to Worcester in your life? Is that your journey? And then wondering why you're not fulfilled? Or are you driving from Boston to LA, which is like a magnificent adventure, where you have to face fears, you get to see the Rockies, you take photos, memories, you're with someone you love. Like, that's what lifestyle design really is. And I think that that's really what I want to ride home is like, people think like, goals don't matter. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Because if you choose goals that will force you to grow and contribute, you'll be fulfilled finally. Yeah, and I think the other thing is as you get deeper into the journey, you'll see other avenues of happiness. Exactly, right. That's the other thing. Like and I then you'll, do, the journey will get more. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I do things today that I get happiness from that I didn't even know I was going to be doing. Right. Which is a whole another thing. My, I have a question, interesting question. Okay. Would you rather... Suck at something that makes you happy or be great at something that you're not happy doing? Neither. I don't want to do either of those. Well, you have to. <laughs> In this hypothetical? In this hypothetical. That's a great. Okay, if I had to choose one, my real answer is I would never do either of those um, because they won't bring growth or contribution. But would you suck at first? Oh, okay. So in this question. In this question right now, if I said, yo, you can either be you can be happy and suck at this thing. Like, suck, you're terrible, the worst. <laughs> or you could be the best in the world and unhappy. I don't think I would be unhappy if I was the best in the world because I could contribute a lot. Well, it depends on what it is. I just got the chills when I answered that. It does depend on what it is. It, it, my, my hypotheticals never work with you. I know. I, that's because, you know, I, you, put, you can find <laughs> me. Um, but it's, How it's, dare you? I, and I'm just going to extend an olive branch here. I, if you're the best in the world at something, you can add so much value to other people's lives that you'll be fulfilled. Yeah, but you can also be the best in the world at one thing and not a good human. Uh, yeah, right. and that's why this is a thing. What about you? I'd rather suck at something. You know why I can't choose? or Not can't, but choose not to? I think that those two extremes are where most people are. But I think you have to be. I think they're both wrong. I think when, there's an integration. When we started podcasting, were we good? No. But, we suck. but I went into it knowing we could be good. See the difference? Sure. That, that's the thing. In this, in but this, I think that's what happiness is. 
I think happiness is you starting it, understanding like, look, I'm not good at this, but I find joy, fulfillment, and pleasure doing it, but I can get better. And I, how about this? Find a way to stay doing it sustainably. Right. That's what we did. Right. Like, again, guys, we didn't make money from this podcast for literally years. Right. Like a, a year and a <laughs> half or two years. Yeah. So this is what happened. Are we happy doing this? Oh, yeah. We decided that we knew we would be less happy if we went elsewhere, so we found a way to stay. We found a way, to, and we keep finding ways to stay and grow, and I think that's, everybody else wants to leave what's not making them happy. I know, but what they don't understand is the grass isn't greener unless it's something that you enjoy, something that brings you growth and contribution. And you're, you're not, if you're only focused on the result in the beginning, you're not going to enjoy it. Uh, exactly. You're yeah. going to go from a six-figure income to nothing. I know. And people being like, what, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Man? Hundred percent. Powerful. Powerful. I think that, that I'm so grateful you asked me that question, Kev. Because I'm a podcast host. I ask questions. It's important. It's what I do. It's, it's what, what I, I it's what I done did. It's what I do. On one end you have something that you're making a lot of money at but you hate. That is not the solution to long term sustained happiness. On the other end, you have something that you're terrible at, but you love it. I also don't think that that's long-term sustained happiness that's a better option out of the two but i i honestly think that the only way someone's going to be fulfilled and i've seen this with clients i've seen this with you i've seen this with myself is if you if that thing you're doing forces you to grow and contribute beyond yourself this podcast forces you and i to grow every single week if we're not getting better the podcast is not getting better yeah. and we're not able to contribute more and more and more coaching same deal like bianca shout out to her she is growing and elevating, if I'm not elevating, I actually can't continue adding value to her. So I, coaching her is a win with money. It's a win with impact because I think she's going to improve thousands if not hundreds of thousands of lives in the future with the Y Power podcast and all that, her business in the future. So it's making me money. It's forcing me to grow because I have to become a better and better and better coach as she elevates. And it's forcing me to contribute way beyond myself. Mm. That is where, that's where you win. And so one of the reasons why I answered the way I did is because I don't want anyone out there to think that it's okay to stay terrible at something because if you're terrible at it, you won't be able to add value with that. And I don't think it will be as fulfilling as if you found something that you were good at, not, not in the beginning. Everyone sucks at first, but like something that you can at least get, get, get good at. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I think it's important to understand, like if I was to come to somebody and say, Hey, what do you want to do with your life? And they said, oh, I want to be a photographer. Like, honestly, I can't think of anything that would, that would light me up more than being able to go take pictures of people at their weddings, to take pictures of newborns in pumpkins, whatever people do nowadays, you know, and take pictures with little babies and things. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I can't think of anything that would light me up that much. But I don't know how. Okay. So we start there. You just admitted to me what would make you the happiest, most fulfilled, joyous version of yourself. And now you're going to take a step back and say, like, ah, I don't know how to do it, though. So what? Yeah. Like, so, so that, we'll figure that part out. Right. Like, let's focus on that. Yeah. Let's focus. You didn't know how to do anything at one point. Yeah. Right? Like, we didn't know anything about this. I know. Right? I remember <laughs> literally. Here we go. This is great. Let's this is literally the first mixer we had for the Hyperconscious Podcast. I didn't even know what this thing did. Episode one. <laughs> Episode one. Yeah. It's gonna, this thing's going to be a relic. I was late. Some things never change. Yes, you Just were late today. <laughs> also. But I think it's so important because if you're only doing something based on the outcome, yeah. you almost will never be happy. You won't. You won't. 
Not sustainably. No. You're always going to have to wait for that next fix. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Bob Proctor says that addiction is never getting enough of what you don't want. Mm. And what's unfortunate is if you've ever struggled with alcohol or drugs, and this will, this will connect, you're trying to find pleasure at the expense of feeling good about you. And I've been there. I was guilty of that, you know? Um, if you're drinking because you want love and connection and joy and, and fulfillment and, and pleasure, you're not understanding that there's another way to get that where, without the hangover. Use that as an analogy for your life. Um, do we want to give them the, the framework of the tripod? Or? We, if we do, we got to do it quickly. You want to hammer it? Uh, you can hammer it. You want me to? No, yeah, I don't. You're, you're the, you know these things better than I do. Okay, so... Kevin and I design our life, and, and it's very, very congruent here, because level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. That came from a very specific thing. So picture lifestyle design, okay? It's a tripod. And the cool thing about a tripod is if one leg falls, they all fall. And so you need to have all three of these pillars taken care of and sustainably growing. Health, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Wealth, how are you making your money? To use the photographer, it's like, are you making money f- with photography? How much are you making? And then where do you invest that money? Do you invest it back in the business? Do you invest it in your kid's future? Do you invest it in the home? Whatever it is. Then, third, love. Your friends, your family, your intimate relationships, your mentees, mentors, clients, all of that. Self-love. And we talk about, there's this speech that I showed you in Mark Metry that Emilia showed me of, of have no regret regrets in the 16th second. And what he was talking about is when you achieve a result, it feels really, really good for about 15 seconds. But in the 16th second, what's going to matter is your relationships, whether or not you love who you are and who you've become, whether or not you have any regrets of how you spent your time, your energy, and your money. Um, And I think that that frame will help everybody design a magnificent life. And then other people are going to think you're weird because you're not chasing pleasure, you know? Yeah, but the other thing is, how happy are the people that think you're you're weird. I know. That's a great question. I think that's that's like well, that's always going to be one of my takeaways. Stop basing your life off the lives of people that you don't you wouldn't trade lives with. Right. Right? Like most people aren't happy. That's why most people are happier on happiest on Friday or Saturday and then Sunday people start getting unhappy again. Right. That's because it's results. Right? Our goal is to help you get to the next level in any whatever stage of life you're in. My goal for you is for you to find happiness, to find fulfillment, joy, pleasure, but all for the betterment of your future. Right. And it's, it's interesting because like we talk about, a lot of the stuff we talk about might not be like the sexiest. Right. Right? But like it has made the biggest difference. And this is what the top actors did. This is what the top musicians, authors, business people, speakers, the people that you look up to, they did this. Right. And hopefully they're happy. A lot of people look happy, but interesting episode. Yeah, fire. What's, the, what's your one actionable takeaway for them to get to the next level in their life? Honestly, the, the first thing I would do is write down for a moment, even if you don't believe it, imagine that you're capable of anything. Just imagine it. Imagine it. What would you do? If you knew you were capable of anything, what would you do? That is, that's your key to happiness. That's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. That's your key to happiness. It's fire. There is a way. There's a way to monetize that, more so now than ever. What would be my main takeaway for you to get to the next level? Audit yourself. Audit. If you don't want an amplified version of the way you live right now, just ask yourself, why don't I? 
that's going to put you back in alignment. If you could wave a magic wand and change something in your life, all happiness, all unhappiness comes down to wishing something was different. Mm. Okay? It's understandable. Right now, I wish, you know, my right ear didn't have a potential infection. Okay? I wish that. I'm working towards that. So what do you wish was different? And then if it's something you can't change, accept it. If it's something you can, at least work towards changing it. Fire. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you at the next level. Uh, I liked it. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, as always, for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.